Hello, hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of In Conversation with Dr. Gary. Uh, I thank you so much for allowing me to be a part of your day, and I pray that you will enjoy the episode today. Uh, today actually marks the first uh, episode of a accompanying podcast that we have that is going to be adjoining within conversation with Dr. Gary entitled One Man's Show. One Man's Show basically will be a monologue series that will consist of a compilations of devotional uh, dialogue, or sorry, monologues that are put together and inspired to encourage your heart uh, and your day. And so today I want to talk about uh, the dangers of spiritual erosion. Amen. And so with this spiritual life, we know that our foundation uh, in Christ uh, has to be our solid rock and we any other ground is sinking sand as the Lord tells us. And so um, you have to be aware of corrosion. A corrosion is a steadily slow process that begins to break you apart and that's what the enemy wants to do he wants to separate us from the love of Christ he wants to remove us completely from underneath his covering and so today we're just going to share in some examples uh, in the word on how we can protect ourselves from this level of spiritual erosion and so we'll look at first Samuel 10 um, and 17 uh, through 25 and it talks and it should be a familiar passage to you, this is uh, when the the Israelites had um, demanded that they have a king, uh, just like all the other nations, and so God gave them just what they asked for. They got a king. The unfortunate they didn't have the king, <laughs> and so um, but this guy, this king uh, named Saul, uh, was exactly what they figured uh, that they wanted. Amen. He was. Um, he was a, an impressive man, much like myself, uh, <laughs> who, who stood head and shoulders uh, above the rest. Uh, but uh, Saul probably started out uh, that way, and he, he clearly he would have had good intentions. But, but before long, he, he kind of steered away um, from the course. He, he kind of allowed his character to begin to erode, and, and because of this, uh, of disobedience to God, there started to be a gradual downslide. Anybody ever felt that way where you start to get so puffed up in yourself, you started to notice um, things were not like they were when they started off. You didn't have that joy. You didn't have that peace. Things started to seem differently. Um, the vision became blurred and, and, and you became stagnated and it seemed like forward motion ceased. And, and so then you began to not only that, but start rationalizing uh, your rebellious ways. You start excusing your actions. And so this is a problem. Uh, amen. And so uh, what happened with Saul is that he began to uh, pick at which things that he wanted to obey. God, his commands. He, he, he decided that, you know, he was going to go with God, but he was going to add a twist uh, or add, insert what he wanted to do uh, as if God didn't know everything about our lives. And so um, he began to um, neglect what God was doing. And so the, the, the unfortunate part is that he, he claimed 
uh, he obeyed fully. But, you know, you know, after God had confronted him, he kind of started shifting the blame on other people. You know, you, you know about those kind of people who just don't want to stand up for their own demise and for their own poor decision making. Uh, and just like Saul, he blamed it uh, on his army, on his army. But, you know, eventually he became consumed with jealousy. He became consumed with rage, uh, fear. And all of this led to all of these crazy decisions and foolish decisions that he was making against God. Amen. And so Saul's life stands for us as um, an example of what not to do and and what happens when we allow sin to to creep in our lives and, and begin that that destructive process of corrosion caused by corruption. And so spiritual erosion is is it can be dangerous it can be uh, detrimental uh, to our spiritual welfare because it, it happens in such a slow pace that sometimes you, you're not even aware of it you, you don't even have a clue that anything is happening um, in on the inside of you and that's really really dangerous because you may look like one thing on the outside the people may see something with your smile uh, and your your posture and your looks, uh, but you are slowly eroding on the inside. So my encouragement to you is don't wait until uh, you get near the end of, 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 the, of this life uh, before you start seeing the, the evidence of your erosion. Amen. So you just make sure you examine yourself every day. Amen. And, and check your heart regularly to be sure uh, that your soul is clean, that your soul is pure uh, from that, that, that nagging and that destructive presence of sin. Because first of all, Satan ain't playing with you. He, he, this ain't no joke to him. He is trying to do exactly what he said he was going to do. As a matter of fact, God allowed him to even have a spot in the word where he can advertise what he's going to do if you let him. And that is to kill, steal, and destroy everything about you, for you, through you, in you, all of that. Amen. So we, we look at the slow process of erosion. And so when you hear the word erosion, you know, the first thing comes to your mind is the gradual uh, tearing away. Most likely, you know, you think like me about how when I hear erosion, I think about um, geology, about rocks and, and how things, the landfills and things slowly crumble down that you see falling off mountainsides, you know, and over a period of time, you know, you see these things started to start to crumble. Amen. And so in the same manner, erosions in our spiritual lives uh, happens kind of like the same way, subtly over the course of some days, some months. Uh, some years, if we're not paying, pouring into the spiritual man, uh, we begin to erode. Amen. So what causes this spiritual erosion uh, uh, can be stagnation and stagnation can cause deterioration. So uh, the answer for this level of erosion sometimes is because we conform. Uh, we try to take on the world's methods and, and their values. Uh, and then we start compromising with sin. Man, that's the problem with us. So the process of erosion, it starts to, it begins to, um, it starts to filter into your mind. 
uh, it starts to filter into your thoughts. And see, when we let these thoughts and these attitudes and desires um, be shaped by the world, um, that's when the erosion process starts to steer us away from um, from our spiritual man. And so before long, we begin to conform to these, these uh, carnal ways, these godless and sinful behavior that's happening all around us. So the question I pose to you today is, is your spiritual life where you want it to be? Has it been gradually falling apart? Has it been weakened by the pressures uh, of this world? Are you letting social media, Facebook and Instagram and, and, and Snapchat and all of these other social media platforms, uh, people's opinions, uh, and even the culture of this world, are you letting these things shape your reasoning? Are you allowing them to, to shape your desires and, and your ambitions? Amen. But if you are, I'll tell you the way to counteract uh, this slow process of erosion is to simply turn your back, turn back to the Lord. Keep your eyes focused on him. Stay obedient to him and, and let the scriptures renew your mind and your faith and with his truth. And so as you learn um, to see life from God's perspective, as you continue to walk in his precepts, your desires and your behaviors will conform perfectly to his perfect will. Amen. I hope you enjoyed the step of the day. God bless you. Walk with Christ. And I love you. Have a blessed day. Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of In Conversation with Dr. Gary. Uh, I consider it a blessing that you would allow me to be a part of your day, and I'm so grateful to share this time with you. So uh, again, as usual, I just wanted to share with you uh, just a bit of my heart uh, and some of the things that have been going on uh, around uh, our country. Uh, I know there's a lot of disturbing things that are happening in the world uh, right now that's causing prices to soar, um, stress levels to grow, um, just a lot of things that are just changing amongst us. Um, prices are going up, uh, paychecks are remaining the same, and it just seems like the economy is alluding us to where everyone is going to be impoverished here pretty soon. Um, but don't fret because I'm going to tell you right now, it is because of your praise that God is going to bring you back, bring us back uh, into that realm where we won't lose or skip a beat. Amen. And so I just want you to be encouraged. And that's what I've come to do with you and for you today is just encourage your heart. As a matter of fact, um, there's a scripture, uh, Jeremiah 33 and 11. And uh, I'm reading this from the, the New Living uh, Translation where it says, uh, they will sing, give thanks to the Lord of heaven's army for the Lord is good. His faithful love endures forever. For I will restore the prosperity of this land to what it was in the past, says the Lord. Amen. And so you know, I'll tell you, I was I was reading that um, a little while back uh, before the conflict all started, because I'll tell you right now, before there was conflict over in Russia and Ukraine, we was having conflict over here in the United States. And I'll tell you, um, don't don't overlook that because we're dealing with some things that we need to 
we need to battle with uh, as well, especially within our spirit. Amen. So Jeremiah, what he was doing, he, he, he prophesied that 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 God was going to, to was going to bring back uh, the people of, of of Israel and the people of uh, of Judah. He was going to bring them uh, out of the captivity uh, where Babylon had conquered was just like Russia is trying um, to do with Ukraine. And so you say what we have is a physical illustration of, of what's trying to go on within us. You've got Satanists trying to conquer and, and take over all of our mind and all of our thoughts and all of these things. Um, but we can't give him um, the glory to do that. And so what, what Jeremiah was saying was that when you give God praise, when you thank God, and when we offer up that, that the sacrifice of praise, when, when even when you don't see how things are going to work out, even when there seems nothing <laughs> good seems to be happening uh, in your life. Amen. And, and, and when, when he's going, he's going to change things. He's going to move things around for you. He's going to begin to reverse uh, all of those negative situations and what he does he restores what Satan is trying to take from you. Amen. You get have the ability to take back what was once stolen from you. And here's the thing. See, when you when you when you don't see how how this thing can work out, this is when you go through the day saying, Lord, I know you got the answer and I know you are the way. So I thank you right now in advance. We need to do some advance praising. Amen. We, we need to get in the habit of praising God before we see the manifestation of what we're asking for before we, he turns that problem around. We need to get ready to, to, to see the restoration of what God is trying to bring in our life and accept the fact by faith that it's done. Amen. And, and that is done because we know that God is going to reverse everything. He's going to change your He can change your finances around in a mess. As a matter of fact, he's already been working on it before you ask. You just ain't asking that. You just not doing it. You're not you're not getting things down. You're not causing him to reverse that bad health report. You're not causing him to reverse that change, that thing. You got parents and you got family members that are suing each other's and and all of these things just for money. You know, God is going to reverse that thing. He's going to restore all that the enemy has tried to take from you. Everything that belongs to you is going to get back and he's going to give it back double what should have been yours in the first place. And he's going to restore the years that you lost because somebody did you wrong. He's going to restore uh, those relationships that they caused you to be broken hearted. He's going to restore your health. He's going to restore your body. He's going to restore your mind. And it's all going to happen because of your praise. Amen. Because of your praise. I'm going to tell you right now, God ain't letting down. And he is not going to upset or disappoint a genuine pit praiser. God wants you praising him while you're in the pit. Amen. God wants to see you praising him through all the negativity. Matter of fact, what do you think? What do you think praise does to the enemy? Amen. What do you think? What do you think praise does to Satan? What it does, it, it takes things down and then it begins to build 
things up. It, 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 it takes down the enemy. And what it does, it builds up your confidence in God. It magnifies what you see in Christ. Amen. Let me let me let me let me say it this way. You know, every every Sunday we have praise and worship and, you know, and praise and worship are, are, are two very important things, you know, in the church, uh, especially in the life of a believer. That's that's what we do. And, and we invite God's presence into our lives. And that's important. Amen. Because there there is something that is powerful, um, that is important, that happens when we when we commune to God, the father this way. Amen. And what it does, it, it begins to to add substance. It adds depth um, to our relationship with God. And what it allows us to uh, to take um, the attention um, off of ourselves. It require it, it, it minimizes us and, and it, it takes the attention off our circumstances. We don't see all of the distractions that that we would focus on when we didn't see him. And so what it, what it does, it, it builds up a stronghold. The praise we, we send up, it builds up a stronghold against Satan and his enemies and it quiets them. Amen. It quiets them. It brings peace to us. And, you know, many times, you know, when we think about it, you know, we we go through problems and situations and we you know, hear all these voices in our minds telling us one thing, you know, our, our human mind and our human element is trying to take us one way and not just the voice of God uh, and his word. But, you know, you 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 try to do sometimes we try to do things on our own. And if you're honest about it, the voice of the enemy is often right there yelling at you <laughs> as well. He wants he wants us to hear his side of the story. You know, just like anything else, he wants us to hear his side of the story. He wants us to feel sorry for ourselves. He wants us um, to react and, and get all afraid and fearful and doubtful and wavering in our spirit. And then ultimately what happens is we're completely disengaged of our faith. That's right. We, 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 we lost so much focus now to where we can't see clearly and surely now we can't even hear from him. Um, but here's the thing. That's that's where that's where our praise comes in. And, and that's why it's so important to worship and praise God when you can't see your way out of situations. When we're truly, truly in the presence of God, we can hear his voice so clear, so much clearer than if we are simply just using our own reasoning, if we're using our own logic, if we're trying to conjure up the things that we want. That's right. So when we when we praise, when we when we offer up a sacrifice of praise, what it does, it quiets the enemy. It silences him. It muffles him. You can't even hear it. He's moving his mouth, but you can't hear a word he's saying. Amen. You can't hear a word he's saying. So so when we when we focus on praise, praise can silence and it can steal any storm. That's important. Because God can do more in our lives in one minute than we can do in hours, days, years. And the, and the reason why is because God 
is is supernaturally changing our situations. Amen. And he changes our outlook. He changes our perspective. He changes how we see things. He changes our vision. He changes our hearts and our hearts become realigned, refocused on him. And and no matter, no longer are we able to to be uh, focusing on the negative and, and all of the disappointments and the hardship and all the things that seem to be overwhelming us and, and seem that seems to be against us. Amen. What we do is we begin to see Christ in a more loving way, in a more intimate way. Amen. And most of all, and in, 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 in it's in those moments when when we spend time with him, we can we can build up our faith. Amen. And he can take our hearts, that part of us. Um, that has been wavering, that unbelieving, doubting part, and he can change it from being hardened and and doubtful um, to being filled with faith and hope. Amen. Amen. Praise opens things up. Praise opens up the floodgates of heaven and, and, and it opens up windows and doors of blessings and it just pours one. We want to adore him, not just when things are going good. It's because of your praise, regardless of whatever the situation, whatever the circumstances, praise will cause your worries to dilute, your concerns to dissipate and your fears to disappear. Amen. Praise, what it does, it tarnishes. It tarnishes sadnesses. And it magnifies all of the goodness therein. Praise is one of the languages of faith. You can believe that. And what it does, it helps us to know and see and take advantage of the things of what, of what really matters to us and who really matters to us because it allows us to focus on the Lord. Amen. Praise is the answer. Praise is always the answer and praise is always going to be the solution, um, you know, for for us always, because praise brings us so much closer uh, to God. Amen. We just we are to give him glory. That's why he made us, because he wants us to praise him. He wants us to, to glorify him. Amen. Because he's been good to us. Amen. He has been so good to us. Praise is the key that unlocks all the doors. We can't walk with God without walking in praise. Amen. We can't even walk in love without walking in praise. Amen. So we can't experience God without experiencing praise. So it is because of your praise that we're able to unlock these levels of blessings. And when I start to praise, I seem to be closing one door and then I began to open up another one. I close the door to the world and I open up the door to the Lord. Amen. And and praise seems to be like a uh, an ignition button. You know, a little button when you push in on your car to get it started, you know, to get it going, get that spiritual engine going. Amen. Because as long as you're sitting in there, it don't mean nothing. You got to push that button. <laughs> 
and get it going because praise is the key to the door that's going to unlock your joy, your peace, your love, and your faith. Amen. 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 So I hope you enjoyed this little nugget, uh, devotional, um, because it is truly your praise that will unlock those levels of characteristics between you and God. Uh, but we should be praising him. Amen. And so uh, also let us please continue to pray uh, for the country of Ukraine uh, and pray for the world. Um, as we come together uh, during this time, this difficult time, um, we did it before and I was ex excited about when they were even doing it with the Black Lives Matter movement. These are times when we have proven that we have the ability um, to come together uh, and we shouldn't have to wait until catastrophic events uh, occur. And when we meet tragedy, uh, we should just it should be a part of our lives um, to lift up praises unto God, because it is because of our praise that we are able to destroy the enemy and, and revert from all of this negativity that is com uh, consistently around us each and every day. And um, we should be able to uh, magnify our vision of Jesus Christ through our praise. Amen. So God bless you. I thank you for sharing this time with me. I hope you've enjoyed the segment. And uh, I look forward to sharing with you again soon. Until then, God bless and have an amazing evening. Bless you. Bye.